How do you do? I'm Carl Rogers, and I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Lynn, which is the name we've given to the young man you're going to see in this film. Mr. Lynn is a student who came to the counseling center on the advice of a mutual friend to whom he had talked some months previously about his problems. At the time that Mr. Lynn came in to see me, I had been endeavoring to arrange to have motion pictures taken of some of our therapeutic interviews, and in my first brief conversation with him, which didn't last more than 10 minutes, I asked him if he would be willing. He gave his consent, and we made arrangements for this first appointment. So when the interview starts, I know nothing of Mr. Lynn. In the first moment of the interview, when he says, my problem is homosexuality, that's my first knowledge of any of his difficulties, just as it will be your first knowledge. So I believe that any introduction is unnecessary. Let's simply step into the interview and let Mr. Lynn speak for himself. Patrick, what is it? Where are you going? I've got to return some videotapes. You walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Yo, see, bitch. Let's go. I love this. You got a surprise for you, see me. Yeah, you're gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby. I've always been interested in being a relationship, you know, that kind of companion. I, I, I'm a bit of a romantic, if, I, if I'm being perfectly honest, but sex always felt like an obstacle. It always felt like something you have to do to be in a relationship, like the fee for entry. And I've always been uncomfortable with it. And I sort of pushed that down for a while. I, I sort of I thought maybe it was my own body image problems or my own depression and anxiety over sex in the first place. And the older I get, the better I, I feel, the more mind mastery skills I acquire, the more I realize that I just am not interested in sex. I'm just not. I, I, don't, I don't want that. That's, I don't know. It's, it's, it just feels like a like an invasive medical procedure. And I feel like the first question someone would have when I say this is like, "Oh, you you just haven't found the right person." And I'm like, "No, man, I've been I've been with men, I've been with women, singular. It just I don't know. Both times it just felt, you know, impersonal. Like exactly like that, like like a medical procedure. Like, "All right, now cough." You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't know. It never really did anything for me. And for a while I tried to fake that in like a phone sexy kind of way. And it just, I, it always felt forced and wrong. And what better time than Pride Month to finally come to terms with the fact that I am asexual. I just am. I just don't want none. I'm not interested in parking the beef bus in Tuna Town. I just don't want to. It's, it's not necessary. And it's not because there's something wrong with me. And it's not because of my mental health. And it's not because of anything. That's just the way I am. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a, I'm a hot-ass bitch, all right? And I can continue to be a bad bitch without needing to fuck ever.
You all cool with that? Great. I'm the only person that's ever really been like beating myself up about this, but I still kind of feel attacked when I talk about it. It kind of feels like, you know, you don't want to fuck? What the fuck's wrong with you, man? You don't like sex? What the fuck's wrong with you? And God damn it. Absolutely nothing. I'm a bad bitch. Being good, I'm a bad bitch I'm sick of motherfuckers trying to tell me how to live Whack hoes hate under my pictures on the gram Bitch, you better hope I never run across your man In the mall with him, I'ma have a ball with him Somebody call Rihanna, I'ma buy some drawers with him He fucking with the staying cause he in the wild women Put them legs on his head, now he love tall women You'll never catch me calling these niggas daddy I ain't lying by my nut just to make a nigga happy Lifestyle when a nigga can't fit a magnum it never happened if the dick wasn't snapping I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit Finish income on my outfit I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit Finish income on my outfit I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me Any boom about me, let me dead it I'm an open book and your man probably read it Look at my EP and these hoes still pathetic Real bitches back when I check my protector Yeah, he call me patty cake cause the way that ass shake I'ma make him eat me off while I'm watching anime Pussy like a wild fox looking for a Sasuke One night with him, make him lose it like a prom date Two watches, yeah, he call me two-timey Skin like gold and my teeth like diamonds Girl chain Elliot got me shining. They tried to knock me off, but a bitch still grinding. I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit. Finish income on my outfit. I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty. These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me. I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit. Finish income on my outfit. I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty. These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me. I'm a rich nigga magnet, pretty with a fatty. Yes, I got a man, if I don't like who asking I don't stand outside, cause I'm too outstanding Cause the girls in the hood are always hard Ever since 16, I been having a job Knowing nothing in life, but I gotta get rich You could check the throwback pics, I been that bitch I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit Finish income on my outfit I don't text quick, cause I ain't thirsty These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me I'm a hot girl, I do hot shit Come on my outfit, on my house takes quick, cause I ain't thirsty. These bitches mad mad, they wanna hurt me. It is Pride Month, after all, and this is a subject that's kind of been gnawing away at my brain for a while now. And it's those those people who come out later in life. I know my aunt didn't transition until she was 30 something. And I think people who come out later in life are sort of, it's, it's sort of the reason why people have that idea that it's a choice, you know, that like, oh, well, it became more accessible. So I guess I'll just go change my gender for fun, you know, just cause like, I hate that idea that if you come out later in life, you're, you're faking it. It's those people who come out late in life are some of the fucking crazy bravest people in the world like of course the amount of sort of hatred towards all queer people has slowly been going down 
over time. But it's not even the outward hatred. A lot of it is the inward hatred, the denial that can quite literally kill you. It can just tear you apart, just suppressing who you are for so long, for three decades of your life, suppressing this person that you've always known that you were. And when you finally come out and you finally start feeling comfortable in your own skin, there's these fucking assholes on the sidelines who are like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, since you waited so long, you, you just you just made that decision. Like, no, fucking no. Like the amount of ignorance in that is just, oh, God damn it, people. Put some goddamn respect on my man's name. You know what I mean? Not every queer person is the RuPaul high-pitched voice, hype music, fucking Old Navy commercial gay. All right? I know it's a hard thing for some of you people to wrap your heads around. Because gay, lesbian, simple. I can figure that one out, but non-binary? Trans? Uh, that's, 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 that's too complicated. I don't know about that. That's, I don't know. This is a song that a lot of people are real pissed off at us about. We, we ain't preaching, but this is our opinion. Everybody's got a right to free speech. And this song is about the fucking rednecks and the fucking jocks who bring in their bullshit macho attitudes to these shows, try to wreck them by starting fights, spreading around their bullshit racist attitudes. If you really like the swastika so much, go join the clan like your parents. If you're no different from your parents, then what are you rebelling against anyway? You're fitting in. Nazi redneck assholes, fuck off. ask you something just just between you and me you don't have to share this is just our little our little thing what do you want seriously i'm asking you what do you want i don't mean like i'm hungry i want food i mean like in your life what do you want what do, what do you what are you striving for what are you trying to achieve what's your goal what do you want 
I was asked this question earlier this evening, and it's such an abstract question. It's, it's hard to even pinpoint. There's so many different interpretations, like what do I want? Like who am I trying to be? What am I striving for? Or like it's such a weird thing. And I think the best answer for me personally, if you were to ask me what I want, is home. Just comfort. I guess another way of saying it is I just I just I just want to feel good I just want to feel good I just want to feel Kind of like that, basically. That's, yeah, sums it up. It's raining.
right now, which normally would somewhat bum me out because I have to go home in about an hour, but the smell of rain, that kind of sweet, acidic kind of smell of all the flowers blooming, just the soft trickle of background noise of rain, the perfect temperature it is outside. There's so many tiny little things that um, are quite literally awesome, which originally meant to inspire awe, which is the only word I can use to accurately describe it. There are some aspects of being alive that are just... The, the most talented poet alive could not accurately describe. Just the sheer amount of fucking beauty. I'm, I live in Red Deer, Alberta. And I, I can hear <laughs> the snickering of people I know being like, bitch, you live in Red Deer. I don't care if you live on the side of the road in a tent. I mean, there are certain things about being alive that is just fucking beautiful. And I've always loved the rain. Always. That was, that was a very popular event in my childhood. Whenever there was a big thunder or lightning storm, the whole family would be outside on the front step just watching and waiting. I remember running around in the rain with my sister i wouldn't say necessarily i'm only happy when it rains but fucking christ it is one of the the simplest pleasures in life is it's just a good hard rain
if you've listened to my podcast before, you've probably heard me talk about the way media affects our perception of what normal is and how that can be damaging for someone who, who doesn't fit that mold. And perhaps this is another Pride Month thing, but because it is the month of the Pride, I there's often that same stigma towards gay people. Like, right now, go ahead and close your eyes for me. Get comfortable. Get relaxed. Now, picture a gay man. Me, personally, I, I see a, a pink t-shirt with, like, sunglasses hooked into the front, making it look like a V-neck. Uh, well-groomed, well-manicured, very little body hair, a bit of a limp wrist, perhaps, skinny jeans, high-pitched feminine voice. That's probably at least in the ballpark of what you were guessing, right? And there's a good reason for that. There, there are certain gay people I've met in my time that I am like, you were processed at the gay factory. Like, there must be a gay master mold somewhere that has just made hundreds and thousands of... of of its sired children is what I'm trying to say. But um, the, for the people who don't fit that mold, it's really tough. It just, it's weird. It makes you feel like you're not normal and that there's something wrong with you. And it sucks the way that people does it. But again, those stereotypes exist for a reason. I mean, as much as nobody on earth wants to admit that we're racist or sexist or homophobic, we all have our biases. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's a little bit racist sometimes. Say, Kate, can I ask you a question? Sure. Well, you know Trekkie Monster upstairs? Uh-huh. Well, he's Trekkie Monster, and you're Kate Monster. Right. You're both monsters. Yeah. Are you two related? What? Princeton, I'm surprised at you. I find that racist. <gasps> well, I'm sorry. I was just asking. Well, it's a touchy subject. No, not all monsters are related. What are you trying to say, huh? That we all look the same to you? No! Huh? No! Huh? No! Huh? No! Oh, not at all. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess that was a little racist. I should say so. You should be much more careful when you're talking about the sensitive subject of race. Well, well look who's talking. What do you mean? What about that special monster school you told me about? What about it? Well, could someone like me go there? No, we don't want people like you. <laughs> you see? You're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. I guess we're both a little bit racist. Admitting it is not an easy thing to do. But I guess it's true. Between me and you, I think everyone's a little bit racist. Sometimes. Doesn't mean we go around committing hate crimes. Look around and you will find no one's really colorblind. Should face. Everyone makes judgments based on race. Now, not big judgments like who to hire or who to buy a newspaper from. No. No, just little judgments like thinking that Mexican busboys should learn to speak goddamn English. Right. Everyone's a little bit racist today. So everyone's a little bit racist. Okay. Jokes might be uncouth, but you'll laugh because they're based on truth. Don't take them as personal attacks. Everyone enjoys them. So relax. All right, stop me if you've heard this one. Okay. All right, there's a plane going down. Uh-huh. There's only one parachute, hmm. and there's a rabbi, a priest, and a black guy. Yeah. What you talking about, Kate?
You were telling a black joke. Well, sure, Gary, but lots of people tell black jokes. I don't. Well, of course you don't. You're black. But I bet you tell Polak jokes, right? Well, sure I do. <laughs> Those stupid Polaks. <laughs> now, don't you think that's a little racist? <laughs> well, damn. I guess you're right. You're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. We're all a little bit racist. I think that I would have to agree with you. We're, We're glad you do. It's sad, but true. Everyone's a little bit racist. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bigotry has never been exclusively white. If we all could just admit that we are racist a little bit, even though we all know that it's wrong, maybe it would help us get along. Oh, Christ, do I feel good. Now there was a fine, upstanding black man. <laughs> Who? Jesus Christ. But Gary, Jesus was white. No, Jesus was black. No, Jesus was white. No, I'm pretty sure Jesus was black. Guys, guys, Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> hey guys, what are you laughing about? Racism! Cool! Man, come back here! You'll take all these to birds! What's that mean? Um, recyclables. <laughs> hey, don't laugh at her! How many languages do you speak? Oh, come off it, Brian! Everyone's a little bit racist. I'm not! Oh no? Nope! Ha. How many oriental wives have you got? Brian, buddy, where you been? The term is Asian American. I know you are no intending to be. But calling me Orienter, offensive to me. I'm sorry, honey. I love you. And I love you. But you're racist, too. Yes, I know. The 2005 album from Under the Cork Tree is just awesome. You're probably familiar with a lot of those classic Fallout Boy songs, and I feel like that was really the the big Fallout Boy album. There's so many amazing songs on that. Sugar, we're going down swinging, dance, dance. Our lawyer made us change the name of this song of all the gin joints in all the world. There's just so many good bits, and I remember very vividly when musically started. That's exactly what it was. It was musically. It was pre-TikTok, and it was just people singing. And you know, I was in theater and choir and all this other shit, so I thought, well, maybe I'll make, make a little musically. So I went out to my back deck in my parents' house on the little swingy rocking chair and sang a little bit of Sugar We're Going Down Swinging in possibly the cringiest thing I've ever done in my entire life, and I am very glad that musically is 
dead and gone. I think I deleted it like less than a week later. But uh, in honor of that, in honor of that musically era, maybe I'll get on the microphone and sing a little bit, Eric. I have to play Sugar. We're going down swinging. For, for me. For, for me. Rule of thumb, 
I haven't really enjoyed anything that would be on the top 40 music charts since about 2010. I don't know what it is, but it's there's just something about the the direction of popular music right now that I just don't I don't really enjoy. You know, like Enemy by Imagine Dragons is a is a perfect example of that kind of shit that I just I I get no joy out of listening to it. It's too poppy and plastic and yucky. So when I heard about Harry Styles' new album, of course, as it was, it was like number one for a while, and it's a, it's a good song. It's too poppy though. It's too plastic. It's too I don't know. There's something about that that like everything's gonna be great. Don't worry about your problems. I'm going into Coconut Mall from fucking Mario Kart. But you know what I mean. There's something about that that I there's always just rubbed me the wrong way. So when my friend Hannah asked me if I heard any more songs on the album, I was like, no, not really. I mean, I heard one and it was like, ah, oh, you get it. And then she played me music for a Susie, for a Susie, she, fuck, music for a sushi restaurant, which is an interesting song. But again, it's a bit too poppy. I do like that song, but that's not the song I'm, I'm going to play. Uh, most of that album, there's, there's, I wouldn't say there's really any bad songs on the album. They're just not for me, but there is one song on that album that uh, is very much for me. And I will play it for you right now. I don't know. 
I, if you ever play me like a new song and you want my opinion on it, you can expect me to be deadly silent for almost the entirety of the song's duration because I'm dissecting it. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it apart and putting it back together and trying to figure out what it reminds me of and what it could be influenced by. And as I was listening to Harry's House, which is the name of this album that I'm referencing, um, I, I couldn't help but think of two things. The first was funk. There's a lot of funk influence, especially on music for a sushi restaurant. It's undeniably funky. And there's quite a few songs on that album I would describe as funky. And the other thing I noticed was a bit of Phil Collins-y influence on the drums. And when I say Phil Collins, I am specifically referring to No Jacket Required, which is the album with Susudia, which is probably the most popular song you would know. There's a girl that's been on my mind. That one? Yeah. Good album. Good songs. But in case you don't really know what I mean by that Phil Collins-y sounding drum influence on the Harry's House album, this is exactly what the fuck I mean by Phil Collins-y drums.
Hey, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, sticking around. What did you think of the inclusion of Girls in the Hood? Oh, man. I mean, I was thinking of songs I could play to sort of, like, celebrate the, the asexuality epiphany of mine. I guess epiphany is the wrong word. But, you know, just celebrate that I'm fully embracing it. Celebration music was in order. And, of course, I could have played a song about asexuality itself, but... That's no fun. And to be honest, when I thought of music to play for the whole asexuality thing, the very first thought I had was I'm a bad bitch. Fuck your shit. I don't know why. So I I really hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I definitely had a bit more fun with my music selection. And it was just a great episode in general. So thank you for sticking around. I'm going to try and make these longer. My goal previously was about 45 minutes, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get, just make about an hour. I think a good hour is, is a good amount of time. Um, so yeah, expect an hour-long episode sometime in the near future, but maybe you'll like the digestibility of the short episodes. I don't know. Let me know. Longer content sound better? Shorter content sound better? Should I duct tape my mouth and hide in my basement? Send me an email, videotapes4 at gmail.com. That is a real email address. And check out my YouTube channel at blog. I don't really give a fuck about the YouTube channel, but look at my blog. Nobody's ever looked at my blog. Like, I don't think a single person, quite literally one person, has has looked at my blog. So just, just look at it. Just open up the website, let it load, don't touch anything, and then exit out of the browser. I'm fine with that, man. Just, just check it out. Anyways, I'm a bad bitch. Bye. Mommy, it's, it's over.